Good morning, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Joe. I'm so glad you joined me for home worship today. So today's message is about taking up your cross and following Jesus. Now, sometimes you may hear me call him Yeshua. Uh, that's how you say Jesus in Hebrew. Amen? Amen. So the first passage we're going to read is found in the book of Luke, chapter 14, and we'll start reading in verse 27, and it reads, and this is Jesus, Yeshua, talking. And whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost whether he has enough to finish it. Lest after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish all who see it begin to mock him. Saying this man began to build and was not able to finish it. Mm. Brothers and sisters, to take up the cross and follow Jesus means that we take him as our master, as our teacher, as our example. We believe his doctrine and we obey him. Amen? Amen. Now, I want to take us over to Matthew chapter 16, and we'll read verses 24 through 27. Then Jesus said to his disciples, if, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man will come in his glory and his Father with his angels. And then he will reward each according to his works. According to his works. What are works? People, some people think that, oh, we're saved by grace, which is true. There is nothing you can do to get saved. Jesus did it for you and me. He came from heaven, incarnated in human form. To die a suffering death on the cross for you and me. To redeem man back to God. For our sins to be forgiven. Was buried and arose to kill death. So that you and I could live forever and ever with him. So there's nothing we can do. We can't buy our way to heaven. We can't work our way to heaven. But we are to work for our Lord. This is what it says. He's going to reward us for our work. 
That's part of the cross that you bear when you pick up the cross and follow him. Do you understand? Now I explain first off to follow Jesus, pick up that cross and follow Jesus. The first thing is he's our master. Okay. Now in the original King James, it looks upon us as a slave. So look at it like that. He's our master. You're his slave. He says, go out and mow the front lawn. Are you going to ask him why? No. Are you going to say no? No. You're going to go mow the lawn, right? Amen. That's part of picking up that cross. Remember, brothers and sisters, when you pick up the cross, you don't put it down. You keep carrying it. Right? And we learned in the passage in Luke that we, we figure out how much it's going to cost to build that house, okay? To make it to paradise, to follow Jesus, to carry the cross. How much is it going to cost you? Well, he says you have to give up everything. He gave up everything for you, right? Yeah, he died for you. Right. All right, so he's your master. So you may be asked to go somewhere you don't want to go. Jonah was asked to go to Nineveh. Right? He didn't want to. What happened to him? He ran away. He gets thrown into the sea. And a big fish swallows him. For three days he's down there. Then he decides what? Okay, God. Okay, you're my master. I'm your slave. I will do whatever you want. I will even go to Nineveh. Those, those crazy people over there that I, that I don't... Maybe I'm scared to go. He had to have been scared if he wouldn't, he wouldn't have ran, right? And when you learn later in the story, he, he really didn't like them. He was upset when, when they repented. They changed their evil ways and God relented and didn't take their lives as he said he would. Then he's upset with God. Why did you have me go and do all this and suffer to go in there in this scary place? And tell them about you. And tell them what's going to happen to them if they don't change. Hmm. He actually, the way the word reads is he doesn't warn them to change. He just tells them in 40 days you're going to perish. So he's upset with God. God says, why do you want to be so upset with me? If I want to show grace to somebody... And let them live. Right? You should not be upset about that. We don't want to be Jonah. Right? Thank God that God loved Jonah enough to chasten him. Right? To get him to come back to the kingdom. To follow him. To be a servant of God. Because if God didn't do that, what would have happened to Jonah? What do you think would have happened to Jonah when he disobeys God like that? He'd be in hell right now. I can assure you that. But God chased in him to do the right thing. And many times, brothers and sisters, we have to know to carry that cross, right? We may have to bear some burdens. There's no exceptions. You know, you have to be tested. John 3.16 says, 
For those who believe should inherit the kingdom of God. Should. Okay, I emphasize should. It's not everybody that believes makes it because not everyone picks up the cross and keeps carrying it. Sometimes they put it down, become the prodigal son or daughter. Or they just don't listen and obey the Lord. Right? You got to. Right? The second thing is, he says, he, he's telling us through the Holy Spirit, the first is the master, okay? Next is, he's our teacher. Okay, now how can we learn what the Lord is teaching us? How he wants us to serve him and carry that cross. It's the Bible. It's the Word of God. It teaches us everything. Everything you need to know is right there. So if you're not reading your Bible every day and getting that spiritual food, you need to. It's the only way you're going to learn how to please God and do His will is to read the Bible. And He will teach you all that you need to know. Right? Yeah. Now, the other, the next step is He's our example. Alright? He was obedient unto death. He obeyed the Father. He prayed that the if it was possible that he didn't have to die for our sins on that cross, that the cup would be taken from him. But he ends his prayer, but not my will, Father, your will be done. Well, it was God's will that he died for you and me. And he did it. And he didn't have to. Trust me. Could have blinded everybody and walked away. But he didn't. And he died unto death. So if your cross, whatever cross it is, if you're going to be a martyr, you're going to be a martyr. You, you don't deny Jesus. He says, if you deny me, I will deny you when you meet the Father. That means you don't make it. So no matter what, never deny Christ. One of the proudest moments I ever had, it was the proudest moment I ever had with my earthly dad. We were working on a construction site I was young, probably about 16 years old. And there was some men in their 20s, burly men, strong guys, tough guys. And they, one of them in particular was bad-mouthing God. My dad stood up for God. I was so proud of him. And I was ashamed of myself for not saying anything. Mm. But he did. And that needs to be you, brothers and sisters. You stand up for your Lord and Savior wherever you are. That's carrying that cross. That's building that house and not putting the cross down. Okay? Never turn around. Keep forward. Keep on that narrow path to heaven. And what do we read in, in, the, first, in the second passage? We read that when he comes with his angels, he will reward you for your works. Right? Man. Bearing fruit is works. Bringing people to Christ. You have to love your neighbor as yourself. The Lord commands us of that. And you love your neighbor, you want to bring him to salvation. So that's part of the cross you bear. If you want to pick that cross up, if you want salvation, yeah, you got to... And the Holy Spirit will put it on your heart, mind, and soul... Who to minister to? You're not going to preach to everybody. The only ones to come to the Father is through Jesus. And it's the only ones that the Father draws. 
So he's worked on them with other people, planting a seed, watering the plant. And then you come along, maybe bring him to Christ in a prayer, give him a Bible, or maybe you're watering the plant. Maybe you're sharing a testimony. Brothers and sisters, yesterday I turned on my Facebook and there was a woman who gave a testimony. It was amazing. She gave a testimony that she had been involved in drugs for, I think, 21 years. She had been diagnosed with a couple of mental disorders. She had been beaten. She showed pictures of herself at different stages of life with horrid bruises to her face, to her arms. But she was praising Jesus. You hear me, brothers and sisters? Praising Jesus. She's proud to share what happened to her. She's not, she's not puffed up with pride, but she's humbled to tell people what kind of life she lived and what happened to her and how Jesus saved her from her mental illness, from her drug addiction, from her living on the streets to having a home, completely reformed her, changed her, regenerated her, which he can do for you and me. And he has if you're saved today and you have the Holy Spirit in you. Amen? Amen. But she's sharing her testimony. Why do you think she's doing that? You think she's bragging? No. She humbled herself to share some horrible things that she did that happened to her so that you could benefit from it, brothers and sisters. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a cross she had to bear. And now she's, she's bearing fruit. She's working for the Lord to help others say, you know what? God can change you. He can heal you. He can deliver you from that bondage, that he delivered her from that bondage. Yeah. And fill you with the Holy Spirit. Make you a new person. And you keep carrying that cross until he comes and he will reward you for your works. Amen? Amen. Now, I want to go back and read from Luke chapter 14, the last three verses in the same passage, talking about the same thing. But it ends, it ends with this. So likewise, whoever of you does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple. Now when he says disciple, brothers and sisters, he's saying a Christian. He's saying a follower of Jesus. Okay? A saved person that's going to go to heaven. Got to be willing to give up everything. He does not want 99% of you. You have to give up 100%. Put it in another perspective, there's many ways to sin against God. He does not want you to keep that one sin and keep doing it over and over and over perpetually and thinking you're, you're okay. It's okay, God will forgive me, I'm saved by grace. No, He wants 100% of you, right? All the disciples gave their lives literally, except for John, they all died. Horrible deaths, we learn this from writers shortly after what happened to our Lord. Peter is crucified upside down because he tells him not worthy to be crucified as Jesus was. Okay? And the only one that doesn't die is John, who writes Revelations. They put him in a barrel of grease to kill him. But what? Jesus saves him. He doesn't die. He's not even harmed. 
So then they put him over on an island, and that's when he writes the book of Revelations. Okay? So they all gave up their lives for Jesus. You got to give up your life, and you're going to be tested. There's no exemptions. Everybody has to be tested. Your faith, your love for the Lord. You're going to have rough times. You're going to have a rocky road. You might even have a storm or even a fire to go through. But you don't question God. You don't get mad at God. You praise his name through the fire and he will take you through. He will hold your hand and he will get you through it. Amen. Is there anything too hard for God? No. If you have faith in mustard seed, you can move a mountain. That means that you can handle any problem that arises. You understand? And anybody that offends you, he says anybody that offends one of his little ones, that's you and me if you're saved today. Better for a millstone to be wrapped around his neck and thrown into the sea. You know why? Because in Matthew 5, in the Beatitudes, it says, Blessed are the mourn, for they shall be comforted. That means that you do not take vengeance on that person. God will take vengeance on that person. Do you understand? And that vengeance is way worse than what you could do. Amen. So now leading to the last two verses. Salt is good, but if the salt has lost its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? Salt is a preservative, brothers and sisters. It is used to keep things alive. You understand? And if you have the Holy Spirit in you, that's the salt. Okay? And the last verse says, that if it loses its flavor, it is neither fit for the land nor for the dunghill, but men throw it out. He who has ears, let him hear. So brothers and sisters, when you believed his doctrine, remember, that's how we pick up the cross and follow him, his doctrine, you have to believe his doctrine. Okay, that's believing that he came from heaven, incarnated in human form, to die a suffering death for you and me, and was buried and arose. And you repented of your sinful ways, as Acts 2.38 says, be baptized in the name of Jesus and repent and you shall receive the Holy Spirit. And you receive the Holy Spirit. Okay? That's just your down payment to paradise, to living with your Lord in heaven forever and ever and ever. Because why? Well, one, you have to continue working for the Lord, serving Him, carrying the cross. Don't put it down. Right? And then you receive that reward at the end. As he says, he will reward you for your works. Mm. But if you put the cross down, let's say you get into perpetual sinning. Scripture says, if you willfully sin after you receive the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sin. And what that is, is going back to sinning the way you did before you were saved. You understand? Do you really think you have the salt, the Holy Spirit in you? If you're perpetually sinning the way you did before you got saved? No. The scripture says the seed that falls on the thorns receives them well, walks with them. But then the thorns come and choke, choke it. You literally choke the Holy Spirit out of you. 
If you're into riches or lust, sin, perpetually, that's the prodigal son or daughter. You understand? But can you get back? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. He will receive you with open arms if you change and repent from your ways and pick the cross back up and follow him. Amen? Amen. So brothers and sisters, that's you. And you want to receive that Holy Spirit back. You've decided that you want to continue building that house. You want to continue carrying that cross, no matter what it costs. All right? I will lead you in a prayer. And if you've never been saved, and you believe that He came and died for your sins, and you want to give up everything for Him, you're ready to give up everything for Him. For Him to be your master, your teacher, your example, and believe His doctrine and obey Him, then say the prayer with me. Please bow your heads and repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, we humbly come before your throne. Thank you, Lord, for sending your Son to die on the cross for my sins, to be buried and arise so I can live forever and ever. We thank you, Jesus, Yeshua, for being obedient unto death for my sins. Please forgive me for all my sins that I have done, that I know of, and all the sins that I've done that I don't know that I did. Please, Father, help me to repent, change from my evil ways, Please help me to renew my mind. Please cast out this carnal mind and renew my mind. Please renew my heart from a stony heart to a pure, loving, circumcised heart. Please, Father, when you feel I'm worthy, please fill me with your Holy Spirit. And wash me with the blood of Jesus. And seal me for the day of redemption. And write my name in the book of life. I love you, Lord. And I pray this in the precious name of Yeshua, Jesus. Amen. Amen, brothers and sisters. So, when you make an oath to the Lord... Keep it. Keep on that narrow path. Keep carrying that cross. And God will lift you up and take care of you all the time. Keep your mind on the Lord all day, every day. And the Holy Spirit will help you beat the devil every time. And when he tempts you, you rebuke him in Jesus' name. Because he can't stand the name Jesus. And he will flee right then when you have the Holy Spirit. You don't have the Holy Spirit yet and you're working towards that goal. You sing worship songs all day long. Either way, both of us, all of us should sing worship songs in our mind. Recite 
the Bible. Read the Bible, brothers and sisters. All right? Amen. So we're washed with the blood of Jesus and we just praise Jesus. Amen? Amen. So brothers and sisters, always remember to pray up every day and read up every day and keep the love of Yeshua, Jesus, in your heart and we'll all be with our Lord and Savior someday forever and ever. Amen.